1: Remember, you can also go to offendedpodcast.com. You can go there, buy some merch. That'll give you something cool, and it'll also give us a little something to keep the lights on over here at You Have Offended This Podcast main headquarters. Check us out on our social media. At Twitter, we are at YHOTP. On Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, you can just search You Have Offended This Podcast, and you'll find us there. You can interact with us there, we'll answer your questions, you can give us movies that you'd like to see, favorite scenes, favorite actors, actresses, anything like that, we'd love to hear from you. So check those things out, please become a patron, if you can't do that, give us a rating, give us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you download your podcasts, that's a huge help, or at the very least, if you could just tell a few friends about us, that would be awesome too. Thanks very much, and enjoy part two of the podcast you know she's like why are you dressed like a spaceman you fucking asshole and (laughs) she's she's, takes zero shit at this point in the movie and she has no time for him at all really it's kind of funny but loudon's dad comes in and, and he's like you know you punch that dude out and he's like oh you know whatever i'll get another job fuck it
0: yeah these the acting with like all three of them especially in the diner scene with linda fiorentino and the way that she portrays her character you can tell that she's incredibly Kind, but she's got a defensive wall up. Yeah. Right. That's how she plays it. Like she plays it so well. Like she's like, Wow, these guys are really nice. You don't get the vibe that she's like, Oh, I'm gonna con these guys or I'm gonna take advantage of them. She legitimately is gonna take their help. Yeah. But she's also she just seems pretty street wise and experienced that people people try to fuck her over, so her guard's up a little bit. And uh it's just a great it's just a great portrayal. And and she changes Uh, throughout the film and you know kind of drops her guard as as things go on yeah but she does a great job in this and of course ronnie cox is just he the way he portrays it is yeah i'm really sorry you lost your job he's like i'll find another job but like it was more important for him to do the right thing than it was for him to keep his job yes like he's he's not upset that he lost his job he would be more upset with himself if he had to just shut the fuck up and let it happen that's and and they do that really well. Like that's when when you've got seasoned actors like that, you get a feel of who these people are with a very, very small introduction of very few lines.
1: Yeah, it's really it, it's very much the, the essence of a poem or a short story where every little thing they do means something and you get so much from such a small interaction with them. Like this scene is what, two, three minutes and, you yeah. know, everything about Loudon's dad now. Small town mechanic, stand up guy, isn't going to take shit and would be pissed at himself more for letting this girl get screwed over by a place where he worked than to tell that place to go fuck itself and stand up for her. It's great. And he's, his interaction with his son here, too, like the interaction between Ronnie Cox and Modine is great. Like they're looking at each other and he's questioning his dad. Like, are you good here? And he's like, "Ah, oh, fuck it. I'll get another job. It's all good. Are you sure about this girl? Like, is she good? Yeah, she's fine. She seems awesome. Like, I'm going to help her. It's really good. There's another
0: layer in this that I don't quite pick up on, but like what you just said there, during that conversation, they're standing in front of the men's room and there's like a little sign over both of their heads that say men.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So I just kind of, I just kind of like,
0: it literally, these are the men in the movie. Well, it's just kind of like, maybe this film, like this film is about Matthew Modine becoming a man because he he is basically just a walking hard-on throughout this film. Yeah. And he's he's having a hard time directing his sexual energy in a constructive way, <laughs> yes. I guess we'll say. But yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting. I'll probably watch it again just to get another look at it and try to break down some of these themes.
1: Yeah, and he's... I mean, Jesus Christ, you have all the hormones coming off him and then you throw Linda Fiorentino in there. Carla? Yeah. Jesus Christ, yeah. dude. Like... <laughs> how are you supposed to deal with that like and this the great scene here too where they come back and he's getting the room set up for her and he's still in his spaceman rubber suit and he's taking all the shit out of the closet so she has some room for her stuff and he's blathering on about wrestling which she doesn't give a single fuck about she's been under the gun all day her car fucked up she's got screwed over by this you know other guy and then as he's talking she just blacks out like i'm out (laughs) i'm out Yeah, she just falls asleep on his little twin bed. (laughs) And it's great because his dad comes in with the towels and face cloths. And he's like, hey, she just fell asleep. And his dad goes, yeah, well, get the hell out of here and let her sleep. What are you doing? Like, (laughs) jackass, let her her sleep. And they just leave. So really great introduction to, to Carla. And I really like the next scene where we cut to the kitchen with Elmo and Loudon, where they're talking... And the end of the day, like there's no words are spoken. They just walk over, sit down, and have an arm wrestling match. Yeah,
0: it is it is really good.
1: Their relationship of like this is how we end the day, every day. I'm gonna one day I'm gonna fucking beat you. Yeah. And this is the end of it's like punching in and out with the dog and the coyote who are watching the sheep. Yeah. You know, this is just yeah. how we do it, man. This is how we roll at the end of the day. And they're talking about life, they're talking about school. You can see the strain on Elmo's face as Modine's putting the gas on the on the arm wrestle. He, like, he literally turns red. Like, they're clearly really doing yeah. something, <laughs> you know? It's great, man. It's really good. You know, there's always tomorrow, kid. That's my motto. <laughs> it's fucking <laughs> fantastic. That guy's great. So, Loudon runs out here. He's going home. And every day, I, it looks like every day he meets Cooch outside. And Cooch rides home on his motorbike with Loudon as Loudon... Uh, is jogging beside him but this time because Carla is at the house Loudon's boner cannot wait to get home to her <laughs> yes <laughs> so yes. he's like hey Kooch can you give me a ride on your motorbike please <laughs> <laughs> yeah. take me the fuck home to my house and Cooch is like you're not yeah, gonna make yeah. 178 like that you asshole why don't you run he's like yeah how about just yeah. this one time you ride me home Um, like that. Your gun is digging into my (laughs) hip. Your gun digging into my (laughs) hip. Oh, I forgot about that. That's fucking funny. But this scene is great, too, when Cooch drops Loudon off, and Cooch is like, hey, man, you want to go for a beer? And Loudon's like, I can't. How about a coffee? And we will find out later why Cooch doesn't want to go home. Yes. Right? And... That little kind of desperation of, like, hey, man, do you want to keep hanging out a little bit? Like, you kind of don't know why he's doing that now. But we'll, f- you know, we we'll find out later, sadly. But, it, you know, on the rewatch, that scene's great.
0: Yeah, man. So. Yeah. He's like, do you want to get a beer? Now I can't have a beer. Oh, how about a coffee? And, you know, then they go inside and out comes.
1: Pantless Linda Fiorentino.
0: Pantless wearing a long dress shirt. Oh, my God. It's like an old impulse uh, body spray commercial <laughs> from the eighties. Right? It's hot. It's hot. It's great. And Kush Kush just freaks right out. And then you know they do this thing that guys like we did this shit in the eighties. Yeah. Like he he pretends he faints and just you know grabs onto Matthew Modine like he can't hold himself no. up. No, like
1: it's oh my a, god, it's what such is a, like, happening? High school? Who is it's that? Just a high school <laughs> dude type thing, man. It's but then he gets busted because anyway, she turns around and comes back. Yeah. Yeah. it's so good it's and she plays it really well and the two the two guys are great at acting like high school jock dipshits yeah man. you know and when cooch is like who the fuck is that yeah. I, I love her i'm in love with her like <laughs> whatever he says i can't remember but it's really fucking good man like that's a great scene and she's in, she's great in it and then the, you know the alarm clock goes off loudon gets up and he's got to do his thing he's got to do his workout And uh, he plays his pump-me-up music. Fucking great.
0: Yeah, drops down. He's got that little little old-school tape recorder. He doesn't even have, like, a ghetto blaster. He's just got this old tape recorder. Jumps down, starts snapping off his push-ups, jumps on the scale. The one thing that the film doesn't really do is it never really tells you what his weight is. Yeah. It never tells you, and again, I'd be curious to how, how the book does this, but they really don't say until like the very end when he's, when he goes to weigh in, yes. like there's no kind of progression. There's no kind of uh, montage. And, you know, I'm not saying that every movie needs a montage, but it kind of would have some way to kind of track whether he's making it or not. I would have appreciated it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They, the only time they do it is at the beginning when I think he, when he wrestles Cooch at the very beginning he had already dropped to one seventy-eight, I think. Yeah. And he was like, I'm gonna be one seventy eight and okay, you're gonna wrestle cooch now. And he okay. says, I'm you know, the he tells the coach, I don't want to stay at one seventy eight, I'm gonna drop to one sixty eight. So you know he has that other ten pounds to go, and that ten pounds is what the movie's about. So you know he's somewhere yeah. within that one seventy eight, one sixty eight range, but that last bit is hard as shit to lose yeah. for him, that cutting weight for him. So I don't yeah, I don't know where he is. That would have been nice to see the scale crawling down a pound or half a pound at a time but yeah you kind of don't oh, get it i but. think
0: maybe i think maybe but it's just one of those things that when i was doing my rewatch today it was just like yeah i kind of wish i knew what was happening like because you know when you're like cutting weight and stuff like that like you could fucking make a mistake and eat like a like a salty chip <laughs> and all of a sudden, yeah five pounds of damn water it. just fucking retains
1: god damn it <laughs> you ate a chip
0: <laughs> you, you can't have
1: salt what are you doing
0: yeah so Anyway, just, just, just a side note, just a little interesting piece. There. Yeah.
1: This morning thing is good too. I like this where Fiorentina is making breakfast and Loudon comes in. He's like, I can't eat. I'm, you know, I usually don't eat breakfast and she's doing the mother thing. Like, Hey, Santa needs something. What are you doing? Make some breakfast. And you know, the dad comes in and says, you know, you don't have to do that. And she's like, Hey man, I want to like earn my keep. Like she's got that. I got to earn something around here if I'm not paying for you. Yeah. Thing, which I like.
0: Yeah, like there's a good piece of character for her. And then we should also point out that she's, I think, 25 and Matthew Modine's 18. So there's a significant age difference. There. Yeah,
1: I think she was only like one year older than him during filming.
0: Oh, yeah, because Modine looks a little older than 18. Oh, he's but, 24, you know, we'll, 25,
1: we'll, I think, at the yeah, time of this we'll, filming.
0: Yeah, we'll go with yeah, it.
1: But, it, I mean, it works. I mean, she certainly carries it and so does he. So it's believable for sure. But I do like the the, the dad comes in and something is mentioned about the mom where... I forget what the actual line is, but you know, oh, oh she's, basically, she's not around or
0: whatever. Yeah. She's not around and you know, she's gone. And then Ronnie Cox looks at her and goes, another man was involved. Why are you always going to talk about it?
1: Are you proud of it or what? I'm not ashamed of it. It just happened.
0: There was another man.
1: Like just, yeah. Just, and Modine gets pissed just, at that. He's like, why are you got to just say it like that? Like yeah. what the fuck? And he just gets up and leaves like he's yeah. pissed. Then we get the little confrontation in the in the parking lot between him and the other guy again that ends in a bit of rolling around. And then great iconic scene here where Cooch... This is
0: fucking dope. It's
1: fucking it. awesome. Where Cooch and Loudon go to the other guy's stadium and they see the introduction of Shoot, this mythic guy. And he's walking the fucking bleachers of the stadium with this big-ass log on his back. A fucking big log like a big log like schwarzenegger in
0: commando big yeah
1: and he's walking the this the stadium stairs hey shoot careful loud. shoot yeah do i know you
0: loud and swing thompson high Think you'll make a wait? I don't know.
1: I hope so. I hope so too. Fuck dude. And he's jacked. <laughs> <laughs> he is jacked. Like 168 my ass. Like, he is not 168.
0: If that dude is 168, he is five one. <laughs> like, as like, soon as I saw it, I was like, there's no way that motherfucker is 168. Well, he is very low body fat. He's probably like 10% body fat. Oh, yeah.
1: It's funny because they were talking to, uh, I read an interview with Frank Jasper, and he said the hardest thing about this movie was keeping his weight down through the filming so he looked as good as he looks but he said like i was tired all the time i i was run down i had nosebleeds like all the shit you see happening to modine in this film was actually happening to frank jasper (laughs) trying to keep his weight down
0: wild right but that introduction of that character I gotta say, it's one of my favorites. Like, we, we meet our villain in our second act. Like, we'll call him the villain, right? But our antagonist, we'll say. Yeah, antagonist. So we meet our antagonist. He looks at him, and he goes, Hey, shoot! Like, Modine is just, like, almost Winnie the Pooh-like in his, like, demeanor. Because he's like, Hey, shoot! Yeah, it's me! Yeah. I'm gonna wrestle you." And shoot just looks up, and he goes, Do you think you're gonna make the wait? And he just kind of glares at yeah. him. Like...
1: You are gonna make the and wait?
0: he goes... I hope so. And he goes, yeah, I hope so too. And then continues the fuck on <laughs> just, with his running up and down the Twin Towers stairs yeah. with a fucking log on his back.
1: This That introduction is up there with Kickboxer's Tong Po introduction. Yeah, I thought it was great. Tremendous introduction. Yeah, highly recommended. And uh, we go back here now again to a quick scene with Modine... And Elmo in the kitchen where he's deconstructing the fucking hamburger. Yeah, and Elmo's like, "Why don't you eat that like a fucking person and put it together? What are you doing? Like, come on, don't th- stop being an asshole." <laughs> yeah. And I love the the thing where he's looking at the book that Loudon's doing, and he just goes,
0: "What the fuck is this? You mean you don't recognize it? Wait a minute, this is Coos. Man, I'm thinking very seriously of becoming a gynecologist."
1: A coos doctor in outer space man, you're flipping out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is hilarious. yeah, and fucking Loudon goes <laughs> said he wants to be. Yeah. He said he wants to be like a space guy. I want gynecologist to be a gynecologist in space, and he goes, a coos doctor in space. In you're space. fucking flipping it's... out, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> it's really good, man. That's a funny scene. Like it really, again, it tells you everything you need to know about Elmo. Like he's he's that guy, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> it's looking funny, and uh, again the walking boner of Loudon Swain is doing laundry and sees Carla's underwear and just puts them up to his face and smells them, starts sniffing, blocking them. his you eyes know, as she walks in the room. Yeah, as she walks in <laughs> like and he.
0: Those are the, the the cut of the eighties cut panties too, because they weren't like little tiny. Panties. No, it's like, not like a thong. They had or some significant fabric and stuff <laughs> and he's just sniffing them and she walks in and he doesn't
1: even look super embarrassed at first he just kind of is like he does that little grin like yeah just yeah getting my, get my my shirt <laughs> uh, and she just stonewall stares him and holds up the, the basket like put the fucking underwear in the basket dipshit like <laughs> yeah. and then just walks away put the fucking underwear in my basket. <laughs> the basket put the, the fucking panties in the basket, basket. <laughs> <laughs> Puts the panties in the basket or it gets the hose again. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, she she goes up. Uh, he goes up, I should say, after. And uh, the little the little scene here where he's trying to get dressed up. I think he's going. Is he going to the wrestling meet dressed up? Because they have to get dressed up for the, the, the first meet, I think. Uh, I can't remember. But he has to put a tie yeah, on for some back, reason. And he can't tie a tie because he's an 18-year-old high school guy. And he goes into her room and she did a, a drawing of him. Cause she's an artist she wants to be an artist in california and she ties the tie but she does it way too short which is hilarious <laughs> yeah yeah it is hilarious but she's great like you said earlier there's a change with her like she's softening a little bit
0: yeah she's letting her guard down yeah which you know is 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 nice like it's she's feeling more comfortable she feels like she's contributing to the household she's getting to know these people it's pretty awesome and she sees
1: that these guys are, are good like these are good dudes You know, they're not going to be dickheads. He's going to sniff her panties like an 18-year-old boner guy. But, you know, they're not dangerous or or assholes are going to take advantage of her. They're just, he's a super nice father and this is an 18-year-old kid. Like, it's fine. And now we get the club scene with vintage 80s Madonna being vintage 80s Madonna singing Gambler, which is a great song. Yeah, it just shocked me. I was just like, Jesus, that's Madonna old school Legit madonna, like a virgin like madonna yeah
0: material girl yeah like boom like it's just like holy shit like, holy shit is.
1: madonna's in this movie which was pretty cool yeah it's pretty good and a little scene here with uh with Tan tenement again cool little scene chit-chatting and whatnot and then carla makes her appearance here too and uh she's she's out with a couple of other dudes and i think uh loudon gets his gets his back up a little bit about that that she's there without him
0: yeah he does because he's like yeah those, who are those guys they're just like yeah some guys i met and he's like uh yeah they look like dorks and he's like oh they're like bronco busters or you know the thing <laughs> you know the thing where you, know, the guy, the the cowboy, bull you know the, 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 the guy the cowboy bull riding guys you know the horsey the back riding fellas you know <laughs> they're still like no these guys these are uh, pretty tough pretty tough guys he's like yeah they still look like geeks so
1: yeah he he doesn't back down. he's pretty good, and then they go out to dance. Fiorentino's got the that listen, man, that eighties poof hair, I'm still into it. I'm a child of the eighties. I can't lie, I think it looks good on her. She carries it well, oh, I think it's and great. they're yeah. she's singing Madonna's singing crazy for you, which is still a bomb song great they're uh they're dancing, they're doing the thing, and again that's this is where they they get the conversation of of she's here with the boys, and he doesn't like it. Those are some big motherfuckers. Like they, they yeah. just went out. They just went out to some farm, or
0: you know, some guy who unloads trucks, or some guy that moves gravel with a shovel. Like they just said, "Give me a
1: give me a big hay bale throwing motherfucker."
0: Yeah, big motherfucker. And they just sat them down there. But it's it's a good scene. Like you can see, honestly, how immature he is. Like yes. just, just how immature he is. And listen, I'm like I know how he felt like I remember yep. being that 18 years old full of hormones being really alpha and incredibly insecure at the same time. It was a razor thin. Do you know what I mean? Like you could Yo, be like, do hey I. man, yeah. I'm the fucking, I'm the fucking cock of the walk, baby. And then all of a sudden your legs get cut out and you're just like, ah, oh, fuck. Uh, why are you with those
1: guys? All right. Well, I'm leaving. Fuck this. <laughs> you know,
0: like Boy, that
1: just, that shitty feeling of, I like that yeah. girl. And in my head, I have been like, well, that's my girl. I've claimed her. Yes. But she doesn't know that because I never talked to her about it because I'm fucking 18 and an asshole.
0: Yeah, I'm 18. (laughs) I've got a heart on all the time. You can hang a wet skidoo suit off of the knob of my dick. (laughs) Literally. So I can't
1: think straight. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, and then you see there with another person and you're like, oh. Uh, okay, I guess we... Hey, man! But you can't say hey, man, because you didn't talk to her about it again, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So... Like, yeah, fuck. <laughs> so, yeah, he's he's fucked up about it. He doesn't like that. And, uh, anyway, we get the, the cutscene here to Loudon going to watch Shoot wrestle in his wrestling tournament.
0: Yeah, both of these guys.
1: Fucking great. Really good. Yeah. And Shoot is jacked here, man. Like, goddamn... He comes out here and wrestles this dude from the other school. Again, the wrestling's good. You know, these dudes square up. You know, they're doing collar and elbow, good sprawls. It's good. He's trying to take notes for himself on this on his little tape recorder. Yes. And shoot, grabs this dude. Man, he pummels and gets this over under and does a fucking suplex throw. It is good.
0: And the guy that, like, shoots so goddamn big and cut that you... You kinda don't notice how fucking big the other guy is. Like
1: (laughs) Right? (laughs) They're
0: both big fucking dudes. And then of course they cut to Modine like kind of like, oh fuck, what am I doing? Like with his face in his hands trying to figure out if he's made a huge mistake
1: going on this quest. What have I done? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody in the crowd stands up like, yeah, shoot! And he's like, Oh my fucking God. Yes. Oh.
0: Jesus Christ. That's like I've time wasted,
1: I was... I've wasted my life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was at Nationals, and I was on the team, and it was my first Nationals, and they told me the name of the fighter that I pulled, and everybody in the room just went, oh, fuck, oh, Jesus, Jesus. But nobody was actually saying anything. They yeah. all just looked at the floor, and they were like, oh, Jesus. Well, Chad's out like, in the first what? round. They were like, they were... I was like, what? And they're like, yeah, you, uh... yeah, yeah, well, I mean, this guy either gets this guy either wins or gets disqualified every fucking year, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> <fuck. All right." laughs> like so, so I I know what he's feeling when he puts his hands in his face.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then we slam into Tom Cochran's lunatic fringe. Can't go wrong. They use that several times in the movie, and it's a great, great, great song. Great f- song for this movie.
0: Yeah, it works well. I mean, this. I mean this movie is a product of its time, so I really like how the soundtrack, you know, just really dovetails into it. And it's a solid soundtrack. Like I said, this is this is a soundtrack we listened to for
1: years. Yeah, I would go back and buy this and listen to it right now. Like the songs still hold up. They're good, man. And you know, uh we we get again the scene here, we could cut back to uh the English class with Loudon here and Tannerin is talking about the poem and reads it and then asks or the short story I should say whatever it is and asks Loudon what it means and he actually gives a really good breakdown of what it means and you can see Daphne Zuniga behind him kind of shifting in her seat like oh Loudon knows what's Loudon knows what's happening Loudon knows what's up yeah 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 they frame that up really nicely
0: cuz she is in the background but the way they have her lit uh, she really pops and you know, yeah. like, he's wearing dark colors. She's wearing this like little teal, little cute, little, little, V-neck so 80s, sweater vest. Like, when I look at her, she's wearing a little sweater vest with great big glasses. And I'm like, Oh my fuck. That's so cute. Just she's because, cute tell, yeah. just because I was in high school at this time. So I'm just yes. like,
1: yeah, yeah, that's yeah. And that was my kind of girl look at the time. I was like, Oh, I like that girl. Yeah. Yeah. I like that a lot. And he, Bloughton gives a really good breakdown of, of the, the the story and the teacher's like, yeah, man, that's uh, that's actually good, dude. <laughs> he actually did a good job there. And uh, he goes to his locker with Daphne Zuniga there and he blacks out, drops down to the ground. And he has to go to the, the nurse's office here and, and get a glass of water and see what's up. And his teacher, Tanner, uh, Tannerin's there and asking him what's up. And he's like, oh, a little nitrogen imbalance or whatever he says. You know, he's, dropping weight he's blacking out he's hypoglycemic or whatever but he has he has a good talk there where he's like what's going on and I'm
0: dying mr tanner huh? like that girl on the palm only quicker and with a heart on Yeah,
1: he's good like he's yeah. he's good he's tremendous yeah that's a good line and that concludes part two of the podcast Come back tomorrow for part three. If you'd like to get the entire podcast on Sunday night, you can go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. Patrons get the full show Sunday night without any ads. If you don't want to become a patron, you can go to offendedpodcast.com. Buy some merch there. That'll get you something cool to wear and rep the podcast. You know, you love, and we get a bit of money too, to help us keep the lights on here. Please follow us on social media at Twitter. We're at YHOTP. On Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, just search You Have Offended This Podcast. You can interact with us there. Leave us your favorite movies, your favorite scenes, any questions you have, anything like that, we'd love to hear from you. Please rate and review us wherever you download your podcasts. Ratings and reviews really help us, particularly on iTunes, if you could. That would be awesome. Make sure to tell your friends, family, loved ones, and hated ones about this podcast. More listens mean more, downloads means it's better for everybody. So thanks very much for helping. Come back tomorrow for part three, and we will be back in your ears very soon.